Welcome everyone to episode 6 of the Creator Series here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. Today I talked to a hip-hop artist from Louisiana actually, but he's based in Houston. His name is Machi. Uh, We had a pretty good conversation today. He gave a lot of inspiring uh, information to me today. He talked about the importance of his brother uh, kind of being his manager, kind of his guiding hand and how important that is to him and how important it is to keep um you know your friends and family around you talked about uh his current independent situation and if he would ever sign to a label or not and really a lot of other really good stuff today so enough talk let's get into the episode okay welcome everyone to episode six of the creator series here on the proven knowledge podcast Today we have another special guest. He's out of Houston, Texas, and he goes by the name of Machi. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How about you, man? Awesome. Uh, I appreciate you reaching out and being on the show today. So I want to start out kind of how we start out every episode, and that is kind of just introduce yourself to the people who don't know you. Uh, tell me about your name and all that and how you got into uh, hip-hop to begin with. Uh, can you repeat yourself? I couldn't hear you. Yeah, you're good. Uh, so basically, just introduce yourself, kind of give everyone a background on your name, kind of how you got started in music and all that stuff. Okay, cool. Um, so I go by Machi. Um, that's actually a weed strain. Uh, one day I was just chilling with the homie who was smoking, and it was uh, it's called Machi Lotto. And that's when I wrote my first song. I was smoking it, and then ever since then I've just been calling myself Machi. But um. I only been making music seriously for like a year now, mm-hmm. and um, I started off producing, and then like it was just me trying to get other people to rap on my beats, but nobody was trying to rap on the beats I was making. So I was like, "Shit, fuck it, I'm gonna rap on my own beats." Mm-hmm. I ended up doing that, and you know, people just been giving me good feedback on my music, and come to find out, I was real good at it. So. That's what I did, and moved out here to Houston <laughs> to uh, to pursue music because I, I mean it's pretty diverse out here, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, that's basically you know that's it. I, I rap, I sing, and make beats. I engineer. I work at Baron Studios out here, um, and yeah, that's really it. You know. Yeah, I was gonna. I remember I was looking at your YouTube a few days ago, and I saw that you had some beats up there. So I was gonna actually ask about producing, and I didn't know if you had like been producing first, and then you were an artist. So you kind of cleared it up for me then. So you started uh, producing, yeah, yeah. and then did the artist thing. That's kind of. I think that's like the trend for most uh, people that do both is they start producing, and then they end up figuring out that they can do more uh, with the, themselves as an artist. And especially if you enjoy writing and things like that, I think it would probably be a lot easier for you to do. So that's definitely good. Um, I've been another question I've been kind of kicking off every show with is I know there's a lot going on in the world right now. You know, we got a pandemic, we got a lot of unrest amongst uh, a lot of people right now. I just kind of want to see how are you kind of maneuvering through it yourself, and what are you doing to kind of keep sane during the last four or five months? You think? Oh, um, basically, it's just, like, I'm doing this because I don't, like, right now, the life, like, that I'm in right now, I'm not, I'm not comfortable. Like, I I know I can do more. Mm -hmm. And that just goes back to, like, just hustling, man. Like, these last four, five months, just, like, me seeing 
where I'm at now in life is just it just keeps giving me motivation even throughout this this whole pandemic. It's like, yeah, we on lockdown and everything, but I mean, it's still other ways to go and capitalize on your talent because like it ain't nothing to just make a song. It ain't nothing to make a beat, make write a song, record it, you know. And, and do it yourself and put it out there because mm-hmm. I mean with the internet nowadays you can do anything and it's all about just hustling man if you want it just go ahead and get it yeah I know like especially for like you said as us as creators especially independent creators I think we have all the tools we need kind of as long as you have a laptop and you have a mic and things like that you can kind of make it happen however you want to make it happen so and I think it's kind of interesting I had a um, another conversation with another artist a few weeks ago we were talking about the bigger artists and how they didn't really know how to record themselves and like be their own engineer and things like that. And they've been able to learn the skill through having to be at home the whole time. And it's people that have been doing music for like 20, 30 years. But I I think it kind of just shows how like you should definitely always be trying to learn new skills, especially like if you have the capability of doing it just so you know how to do it in case there's an instance like what we've been dealing with where you're kind of alone and you can't really be around a ton of people all the time. So I think um, it's definitely important to continue to grow, even during a time like this. And uh, if we have the ability to do that, we should always be trying to do that, I think. So it's definitely, yeah, man. definitely great. It's just, um, what you say? What, what, as far as writing goes for your music, what do you think... Um, I know you said you make beats, so that probably helps a lot. What do you think is the biggest um, factor that goes into how you begin your writing process? Like, are you able to freestyle just from your beats or other people's beats, or do you need to actually sit and write everything out pretty much all the time, you think? Um, I mean, it just depending on how I'm feeling. You know, if I'm in the room chilling, smoking, and I just throw a beat on and just start freestyling, but most of the time, like, I like to sit down and write because I, like, I want to say something. Like, I want to touch people. Like, I want people to listen to my music and just be like, just, and that's just they release listening to my music and it makes them feel better. Mm-hmm. And I want people to feel how I feel when I listen to my music. And that's just, so basically, like, going in and actually sitting down, thinking about a concept and just seeing and not even just the concept is how I'm going to deliver it so people can feel it mm-hmm. and that's like one of my biggest things for when I'm writing is how I'm going to say it and like what cadence and like I like the like I'm from Louisiana and like where I'm from like our music generated like it started from jazz so like I like to go in and find like like flows that I can fit inside each temple and just to make like the, you, I, I like people to feel me I like them to also hear me too, but mm. like feel me even more with my words and especially with my beat selection. Mm. But like concept is also like concept is a a, a thing for me as well because it it allows me to tell my story. Mm. And I'm pretty sure like it's eight billion people in this world, bro. So I know like at least a million people mm. went through what I went through, and we can just like we could vibe like somebody could like feel where I'm coming yep. from. Yeah, I know, like, finding, like, people, or finding, like, your audience and finding, like, relatability, I think, is always important, because that's how you're going to end up getting, like, your hardcore fans and the fans that are going to follow your music for years and years. So, I definitely think what you said is very important about having a real message in your music and having it be able to affect somebody in a positive way, even if you've never met the person in their life. 
and that's kind of what like music is all about in general so um that's definitely something that I think more artists should pay attention to especially new artists um what do, who would you say and really what would you say are your biggest inspirations as far as how you create your music like in in your life who inspires you to get creative oh honestly oh Kanye West uh Erica Badu um who else Kanye West Erica Badu Smino most definitely because just he's like dope, I eat, dope. Yeah, yeah that's my dude right there um and the Neptunes, like, uh, oh, like uh, for real, that's those four. Is just that's that's my song as far as like the production to my delivery to just the vibe mm-hmm. in general. And Erica Badu because, like, I've been told a lot, like that when I sing, like my voice is kind of nasally like hers. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, she's also a dope artist too. So I mean, but yeah, that's my influences. Nice. So. Besides the artists you just named, would you have any like, dream collabs that you would want to day one day uh, either be on their song or vice versa? I definitely like would like to make uh, um, uh, have a feature on Katy Perry. Like I don't oh. know why it's just Katy Perry is just somebody that I always wanted to make a song with. Hmm. Like I know it's like we not even in the same like in, like the same kind of like music genre yeah but it's still it would be dope as hell for somebody like me to hop on a track with Katy perry mm. but then i could also hop on a song with like 21 savage or somebody just showing my versatility yeah the Katy perry one that's kind of interesting uh yeah I know, I know she did like a song with kanye but that was like more of like a pop song that he was kind of yeah. featured on so i don't know i haven't heard like any of her new music i don't know if her sound has like changed or not but i'd have to go and like listen to um like her new stuff but i know like 21 savage that seems like a pretty good fit and everything so that would be interesting so you said you're from louisiana but you're in houston right now correct yeah yeah so i know like houston has a lot of like the whole rap scene in general has kind of like been rejuvenated because i know like 20 years ago um it was like a huge deal and it kind of fell away for a little bit and now they have people like travis scott and max O'Cream and Trey the Truth, a bunch of other people. So how do you think, like, you're trying to separate yourself from the pack? How do you think you're kind of trying to make your own self as an artist kind of stand out amongst the crowd, you think? Um, <clears throat> I feel like, like I, I never really uh, thought about that. I just knew for a fact that, like, like my sound... Like, I'm from Louisiana, and, like, believe it or not, like, some people might say I don't sound like I'm from Louisiana, but I definitely hear, especially with, like, like, with, I'm, I'm real polyphonic, so, like, I, I think I remind myself of uh, Gates, uh, Kevin Gates, oh, okay. but uh, setting myself apart from them, like, that won't be hard, honestly, like, they, like, it's just the, the type of music that, that's, and basically the different stories that we all went through like mm-hmm. and i might not to sound like arrogant or anything i just think i'm better than them mm-hmm. like i mean I, it's, I, it's I, good I to have like, the confidence though <laughs> like i i think a lot of people like take things as like the wrong way but like you just having the confidence i think is important because if you don't have the confidence like that i mean are you really gonna make it that far to begin with you know what i mean 
Like exactly, you gotta be happy with what you're doing. Yeah. Like I'm, 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 like I'm happy with the music that I'm making. Like it's making me happy, and I don't really care what nobody else thinks about my music because I love making yeah. music. So regardless if I'm getting paid for it or not, that's what I'm gonna be doing, and I'm gonna want to make what I would want to listen to because I like bumping myself in my car when I'm on my way mm-hmm. to anywhere. So I mean, and that just comes in like. Just being being yourself, yep. basically. Because if you come in, the, I feel like if you come in the game being somebody else, and then like once people find out who you really are, that's how you disconnect from your fans. Because mm-hmm. people fell in love with you from the person you came in the game as. So if I come in my, as myself, I wouldn't like it wouldn't be hard for me to try and recreate myself to stay like on top because people fell in love with the artist that I am. So mm-hmm. it's just being original, just sticking to who you are. And I think that's how you'll be able to last longer is because you understand that. And I, again, I think a lot of people might not get it or they, if they get it, they forget about it when they get bigger in their career and things like that. So, um, I don't know. I think that's just an important lesson to learn for people, even if they don't know it yet, they might have to learn it eventually. But as far as the artist thing, I didn't think about the Kevin Gates thing, but I hear what you're saying there. Cause like, I know he does a lot of singing and rapping as well. So that that's kind of a good comparison, though, with that. Um, another question I got here for you is how important do you think time management is as far as balancing what you do in music and balancing kind of everything else in your daily life? Like, do you have a good balance or are you still kind of working on that? I'm still working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I could definitely be doing more with my music. Like, I'm not doing as much as I should be. And some people might look and they think that I'm doing, like, I'm just doing it big, but I'm really not. Like, right now, I should be making music right now. But as far as, like, the, like me making my own music and, like, the rest of the things going on in my life, like, um, like I got a job, you know. Mm-hmm. I work at the studio. I'm an engineer at Bear. And, um, like, I'm there from noon till 10 at night, every, like, every day. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, so far, it's cool because I create better in the morning anyway. So, like, I get my morning so I can wake up and, you know, just get to what I'm doing. But then it comes to, like, me actually putting my music out or promoting it or being active on social media. And, like, just being an artist, you know, doing things that artists should do. Like, I'm not balancing that pretty well. I know because it's just, it's just so much to deal with sometimes, especially like in the age of the internet and social media. There's just so much, I think I said this in the last episode, there's so much content that's being thrown out there and you have to be able to grab somebody's attention on just what you're doing and get them to listen and pay attention to what you got going on. So it's kind of a um, rough struggle. And then like you were saying about like you have a job and everything. And I know a lot of people, they have jobs, they have like social life and things and I, I myself I don't really like have the biggest social life I have like a group of friends I hang out with and that's really who I talk to on a daily basis anyway but I know a lot of people who have a lot of friends and they do a lot of like events and they go to parties and things if they want to do music it's not as easy to sacrifice the time and sacrifice all this other stuff you got going on to make music because that's the only way you're going to be good at it is if you make the sacrifices and make the effort to put in 
to become really good at and do it every day. So exactly. it's definitely something that, again, I think a lot of people need to uh, kind of hear and kind of work on if they can. Um, I don't know if you ever dealt with doubters or haters, whatever you want to call them. How do you think you've been able to overcome other people's um, negative opinions on your music? Uh, bro, I like honestly, I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> like that don't that don't cross my mind at all. Like even if it have some haters, it's just like all right, cool. Like I said before, like think about this. Let me put it in like statistics. So there's eight billion people in this world. Eight billion, mm-hmm. not just. One million fans. One it's one that's less than one percent of the world's population. Less than one percent. Less than probably 0.5 percent of the world's population. That's a, a tiny amount compared to how many people there actually is in this world. Mm-hmm. Like I know I can definitely reach out to a million fans and people he go like it's like nowadays I like I'll be walking around like I'll walk in the store and like somebody'll be like, Oh, you machi. And I'm like, yeah, and they'll be like, oh man, you know, I rock with your music and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. and that that just like one of those could definitely kill a thousand All the haters. haters. Yep. Yeah, I definitely like feel that 100. percent And like, I know a lot of people and artists and like really just creatives in general. Th- th- some people try to appeal and uh, like help everybody, and they want to like make everybody happy and that's just not reality. You know what I mean? Like you're always going to have people that aren't going to either understand what you're doing or they don't want any part of what you're doing. So that's not a bad thing. It's just everybody isn't for everyone. You know what I mean? Like if you can find the P like you said, if you can find like the 1 million or the however many thousand people that actually enjoy your stuff and are going to keep you doing what you love to do, then that's all that really matters at the end of the day. You don't need everyone to like you in order to be successful. That's just not reality. There's so many people, like you said, so. Exactly. They got people that, that they got the people that sell Dosani, and they got the people that sell Ozarka. <laughs> they both water. It's just people have their preferences. That's a, know? that's a great, uh, that's a great, uh, what do they call it? Metaphor for that, I think. Um, so I, I want to shift to kind of the business side for a minute of music. What do you think has been a struggle since you become an artist? Let's just say that. What what has been a struggle financially for you as far as like what you're devoting your finances to to help promote your music? Uh, um, that's like the business side. I haven't really like I don't really handle that part. Like, I, my brother, like, that's my right-hand man. Like, that's the one who pushed me to do everything. Like, if I'm not on it, like, he on it. Mm-hmm. And he really handles all of that. But as far as, like, yeah, it's been a struggle because I don't make much. You know, I'm not rich and promotion ain't cheap. Like, I feel like you, had, like, to have a good quarter to, like, drop a project, I feel like you need at least, as an independent artist just starting out, 500 to to $1,000 for promotion. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean... Like, yeah, people got, like, I got a job and everything, but I also got rent. I got my car note. I got a motorcycle out there that I'm still paying off and, like, bills. There's a lot of things going on, but, I mean, that's, that's, it's been a struggle. I'm I'm not going to lie about that because I'm, I'm not, I ain't got, I don't have it like that. But, like, 
it's coming to that point. It's 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 coming. It's gonna get there. But I'm not tripping because I mean I like I look at it as as long as I'm still creating and trying to put out like that's that's half of the fight. Mm-hmm. So I'm not just completely get like not doing anything. So yeah, I I know that like um a lot of people everybody's situation is kind of different. Like some people are doing music by themselves full time and some people have a side job and some people have multiple jobs and I think you just have to look at your situation specifically and just figure out how to navigate and like you said about promotion like I know even like let's use Instagram for example like Instagram 10 years ago was totally different than what it is now like Instagram back in like 2010 was just post photos of like your dog or something and that was it and you just throw a filter on there now it's like it's more of like a video and photo and all kinds of stuff. And there's so many millions of people on there and you have to pay to promote your own content and things like that. And it's kind of just tough to figure out what money to put where. And, um, like I said, you just got to figure out what's right for you in the situation and just try and experiment and do different things and just see what works. Cause like at the end of the day, there's no set way to do this stuff, especially with the internet. Like I said, and there's so yeah, many different true. ways to get it. So I think you just trial and error is a real thing with when it comes to that. But just be safe with your money. Don't don't just throw money blindly at whatever and just hope it works. Anything, yeah, it gotta be legit. Yeah, you gotta have a plan. So yeah. as long as you have a plan, I think you'll be all right. Um, so you were talking about your brother. Is he like your manager? Or is he just does he just give you assistance with kind of like helping guide certain things in your career? Oh shit! I mean, he family. Like, he got he got the title, my manager. Like, he's definitely my going to be my manager. Like, I don't care who I meet. I don't care what nobody says. Like, that's the person who was rocking with me since like nobody was rocking with me. And like, I just gotta stay. Like, I like that's that's just some like g shit to me. I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. Just because, and this my brother. Like, we. Since I was born, he's been my brother. He's been there. And, like, he, he believed in me. Like, he believed in me more than I believe myself. And that's, like, that's the type of people you need on your team. Because if you got people who just want, who just there for the money, like, they don't care about you, like, at all. They just, it's a job to them. Yeah. I want people who's around me because they fuck with me and they believe in what I'm doing. And it's a purpose behind it because people like that, he doing it for free now. So just like, and he going hard, like he is doing his thing. But just imagine like to where I'm making all this money and now he can make money too. And then it's going to get to the point where like something that he already loved doing, just helping out his brother, he not like capitalizing on that. That's become like, like he, he basically like paved his way, you know, with me. So, I mean, and that's, it's like it's like an everybody eats situation kind of i mean it's like a win-win for everybody at the end of the day so that's all that's definitely like something good and i've again that's something i say on most episodes but like keeping kind of like people that really believe in what you're doing around you is what's gonna kind of get you to the next level especially like um with with a manager and like people who are looking out for your overall well-being in your career so definitely i think you having your brother is something that a lot of people probably don't think that they can do or don't th- they think they need to go get somebody who has like years of experience and all this stuff like 
especially if you both are just starting from nothing, you might as well just build up from the ground up with who you have around you. And so, exactly. you can, like I said, you can all succeed that way. So definitely, definitely dope, though, that you have uh, your brother and everything. Um, are you currently 100% independent or are you on, like, any label situation or what's up? Uh, oh, 100% independent. Um, there was, at one point, like, a label wanted to sign me. But, I mean, that didn't work out because the label ended up, like, going in a different direction with, like, um, their merchandise instead of, like, focusing on an artist. Hmm. But, I mean, that's just business, you know. Um, and the dude who, who owns the, actually owns the label, you know, he, he's a close friend. And, um, but... As of right now, just 100% independent. Do you think that if the situation ever came up, like, I know it's kind of hard to predict the future, but do you think you would ever uh, sign to, maybe not even a major label, would you ever sign to, like, a smaller label if they could provide you with something that you were looking for at that time, you think? Um, Honestly, right now I'm doing this all myself. Hmm. Like, why would I, I, this is how I feel. Why would I take all this hard work I did and just give my name to somebody else? I mean, de- but depending on the deal, like, if it's a real good deal to where it's, like, everything is still me, I still get my, like, I still got my own creative direction. Like, I'm still profiting, you know. And, of course, you know, they're going to profit as well because they throwing money at me. So, I mean, I'm fine with that. But if it's just, like, just some as in deal like nah you know but i mean i yeah i'll take a i'll take a deal mm-hmm. i'll take one if it's a real good one yeah yeah i've been asking that every uh episode just to kind of see like what the different responses are and the responses so far have kind of been the same it's like they're independent artists they want to control they want to have the creative control and everything and i think that's like that just shows to me that like the narrative is changing of how people view like the labels and everything and and like we said earlier, we can do so much as independent artists like right now that people couldn't do back in the day. You had to have people that were going to give you money to help you out and promote you. And now you can do a lot of that yourself. So, and again, it's not to say don't sign to a label or anything, but just be aware of what is happening. Yeah, and why? Be aware of why you're doing it. You got to have a reason why. You can't just be like, well, I'm just signing because I want to say that I'm signed to a label. Like that's not smart like business minds that's not smart anything really so you just got to have a a good strong purpose and figure out what the plan is and why you're doing it so um if you could go back 10 years to your past self what do you think you would tell yourself about where you're headed or where you want to be nothing i wouldn't tell myself not a damn thing i just let it play out man like you did you doing good like Stay on, stay on the right track. So well, let's flip it then. If you could go ten years in the future, what do you think you, where do you think you want to be, and what, uh, what do you see yourself doing? Um, ten years in the future, rich as hell, like just <laughs> happy, man. Like don't have like one of those happiest toys. Like, like if I were to die at that moment, like I would be okay because. Like, I, you know, I, I reach, well, nah, I probably wouldn't because 
I look at it as like I, I, I don't want to plateau. Like I just want to keep growing. But ten years in the future, like now, nah, I'll say I'll probably still be working hard. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll probably still be working hard to get somewhere. Like I don't know where I'm going, but I just know I'm not gonna like you know I'm not gonna stop. Yeah. For a while. Yeah, I think you don't want to ever like hit a peak. I think you always just want to be on the incline, pretty much. Yeah, no peak. Yeah, man. no peak. No peak. Uh, do you have any projects coming up, like an EP or an album or anything? Oh, say that one more time. Do you have like a project coming up, like an album or an EP or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I'm actually working on it. I don't have like the name of it. I don't have a drop date, but I'm working. I'm working on a project. I'm working on an EP. I'm not ready for an album yet. Hmm. Like. I won't drop an album until later because that's that's my story, mm-hmm. and I want like when I want a a, a bigger crowd to hear it. Just like you know, like I don't want it to go unnoticed. Basically, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's definitely important. I think to put the work into like the bigger body of work and just tell like you said your story and everything. So, but you'll have to send me that EP when you uh, drop it because I want to hear it too. So. Oh yeah, I got you. Nice. Uh, so I know you're on Instagram, but where else are you on social media? Just so people know where to follow you. Um, I'm on Twitter at uh, I am Machi I A M M O C H I I underscore. Um, YouTube, you can just type in Machi, um, and that's really it. Just Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Really nice. Do you got any final words of wisdom today? Um. Don't give up, man. Just no peak. Just no keep fighting for what you want, and it's going to come, man. Like, we just speak it into existence. Like, God created us, you know, and we were created in his image, and he spoke everything into this world. So yep. he gave us the power of the tongue, and we should use this. Whatever we want in life, speak it into existence, and, mm-hmm. you know, work for it, and it's going to come. All about uh, manifesting your destiny, pretty much, man. So... Well, Machi, I appreciate you joining me today again. That's all I had for you, but I wish you luck. I uh, can't wait to hear that EP and everything, and like I said, wish you luck uh, on everything you got going, bro. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Yep, no problem, bro. We'll see you later, man. All right, deuce. Thanks, everyone, for listening today. This was Episode 6 of the Creator Series, and we'll see you this time next week back again. Thanks.